Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. This is it. The 300th episode of Luke's English Podcast. This is a landmark for me. I've been doing this podcast now for six and a half years. If you value my work... And if you feel like I've helped you or at least entertained you with these free podcast episodes, then please consider supporting me and my podcast by giving me a donation. It's very easy to do. Just find one of the yellow donate buttons on my website. It's all done through PayPal, which is probably the world's most popular online payment method. Uh, You can choose any amount that you think my podcast is worth. It's completely up to you. Also, there's no obligation to do it at all if you don't feel like it. But if you do contribute a donation, that's going to help me continue this podcast and help me to record another 300 episodes in the future. And it's probably the most sincere way for you to say thanks for these episodes. Okay, now let's get started with episode 300. Here we go. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Luke's English Podcast. How are you? I hope you're well. I hope you're fine. I realise that, uh, first of all, I always say this at the beginning of episodes. And secondly, that you can't really respond to me because uh, I'm not actually there. I'm not actually there with you. I mean, I'm almost with you. My voice is with you. But you are probably, well, you might be sitting in front of a computer, in which case you could just wave to the computer and just say, hi, Luke. Just don't say it too loudly. Hi, Luke. How are you? Um, don't don't be too loud. Don't bring too much attention to yourself because, you know, if you're in a library or something, people might kind of turn around and go, what's this person? Oh, maybe the person's on Skype. You know, they might think you're on Skype, so you can probably do it. If if you're sitting on a bus or a train or something, obviously you might want to keep it down. You could pretend you're on Skype. Hi, Luke, how are you? You could pretend. Uh, But, I mean, if they just glance at your phone, they're going to know that it's not a Skype call and, in fact, you're a a crazy person. Or who knows, maybe they uh, will also secretly be listeners to this podcast. They, They might be... Uh, LEP ninjas. Um, there might be some on the bus or train with you. Um, you again, we need that special uh, way of finding out if you're in the company of Lepsters. We still haven't really decided what that is yet, have we? We, we? we need to find some secret handshake or maybe some kind of item of clothing that you could wear that would um, sort of display the fact that you listen to Luke's English podcast. Maybe that's a project that we can attempt to achieve in the next sort of 100 episodes of this podcast. I want to establish Luke's English podcast as some kind of shadowy uh, world organisation, some secret cult I mean, I've been talking about this for years, setting this podcast community up as some kind of cult, but uh, uh, maybe it doesn't have to be like that. Maybe it can just be some sort of club or something, but that doesn't sound as fun somehow. I like the idea that I've got a task force of um, specially trained secret agents uh, in the world, and at any moment I could just activate you all. I don't know what I would activate you to do, maybe just to kind of go out and learn English on one hand, and then just generally make the world a better place. So if you are sitting on public transport, if you're on some dingy train or some grotty old bus or something, um, you don't have to like wave to everyone around you and say, hello, everyone, my name is, and then give your name. Hello, everyone, my name's Luke. Welcome onto the bus. I just wanted to say, I hope you all have a really fantastic day. Right, don't You don't need to do that. That would be too much. Instead, what you could do is just sort of like, uh, just uh, think in your own head, just just sort of think about broadcasting out good vibes to the people around you. You know, if you make eye contact with someone, you might, you know, just give them a little smile. If you if you see that that guy or girl on the bus or on the train, if you see that guy or girl that you fancy, uh, you know, usually on the way to work, you end up sort of... Um, 
you always see the same people who share the commute with you and there might be a girl or a guy that you fancy maybe you've got a soft spot for the for the girl who always sits opposite you on the train or something maybe now's the opportunity to uh you know just try and try and reach out to that person um maybe you could just you know go up and say so uh seen you on the train um do you come here often actually no don't use that as a as a chat up line but you know this could be a good moment to just try and uh, somehow uh, just uh, send out some good vibes to the people around you. And hopefully, if, you, if you're on some horrible commuter train, hopefully that just might make a slight difference. It probably won't. I mean, sending out good vibrations. I mean, what does that even actually mean? Basically, what, I, what I'm getting at is, like, you know, just try and be nice to the people around you. Be considerate. If you see someone who's got a heavy bag, you might want to, like, help them lift it up the stairs. Um, if, if someone makes eye contact with you, why don't you smile? What's the worst that's going to happen? Obviously, they might decide that you're some kind of crazy person and they'll come over and punch your teeth down your throat or something. But let's be optimistic, shall we? So smile at someone you meet when you get to work or when you get home or where you get wherever you're going. Maybe you could just make an effort to be extra friendly and extra nice and say, hi, how are you? Good morning. Hello, everyone. Oh, it's lovely to be at work today. Uh, they might think that you're insane, but I mean, you know, who cares? Who cares, really? Anyway, uh, there you go. That was just a typical introduction to an episode of Luke's English Podcast. Not just any episode, though. Oh, no. This is a landmark episode. This is the 300th episode of Luke's English Podcast. Here it is. Um, Now, in this episode, I'm just, first of all, I'm just going to mess around a bit and just talk about some of the stuff that comes into my head and generally enjoy the moment of having recorded my 300th episode. Can you say that? 300th? It's not the most common uh, thing that you'll say, but anyway, there it is. Episode number 300 or my 300th episode. So in this one, I'm going to uh, talk a little bit about the significance of the number 300 in history, because obviously this is a deeply significant moment, isn't it, this this podcast, which no doubt will resonate through time across the ages as the stars align and the universe is united in one moment of peace and tranquility. So we're going to do that, uh, which should be nice. Um, we'll just get that sorted, just total uh, 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 universal alignment, fixed, done, okay. Uh, so after we've done that, we'll also be taking a little trip down memory lane in this episode. Uh, we'll take a trip down memory lane, which basically means we're going to remember some stuff. Uh, we're going to go back into the past and remember some of the moments and some of the people that I have spoken to in previous episodes of this podcast over the six and a half years that I've been doing this. Um, I've Over the years, I've had lots of different people on this podcast. Obviously, mainly it's just been me rambling on about stuff. Um, but I also, of course, have invited n- a number of guests onto this podcast. And in fact, I've received a few voice messages from some of those guests and from some other special guests Uh, in order to kind of congratulate me for achieving 300 episodes. And I'm going to play those to you in this episode. So you will hear the voices of some of the people I've had on this podcast over the years. And then finally, we will hear some messages uh, and impressions of me from some of my listeners. Okay, so that's what you're going to get in this episode. Um, So here we are, 300 episodes, um, 300 episodes in six and a half years. Uh, And that amounts to about 48 episodes a year on average, which is about 3.8 episodes per month. And that's about 7.5 minutes of me speaking to you every day. Okay, uh, seven, seven and a half minutes of me speaking to you every day. So imagine if I just called you on the telephone every day and I spoke to you for seven and a half minutes every day for six and a half years. Well, that's kind of what you've got with the whole back catalogue of Luke's English podcast here. Me calling you seven and a half minutes a day, every day for six and a half years. Uh, That's what you've got here. And if you've listened to all of them, then that is what you have had from me over the last six and a half years. Um, Now, I was wondering if I, whether I should do anything special for the 300th episode. You know, I was thinking, what am I going to do for the 300th episode? Um, in fact, for the for the hundredth episode, episode one hundred, 
I didn't do anything particularly special. In fact, do you remember what happened in episode 100? Well, if you if you can remember, um, that I just went to the pub with my brother, didn't I? I? Just my brother and I just went to the pub, and in fact, we did a whole podcast about going to the pub, which is probably quite an appropriate thing to do in order to celebrate. Just go to the pub and have a few drinks. But I didn't even mention that it was a, a the hundredth episode. I just let the milestone go by because we had more important things to do. We had to go to the pub and tell you and teach you all of the necessary things that you need to know in order to successfully go to the pub in the UK. So I didn't really mark episode 100. Episode 200 wasn't that long ago. It was like pretty much this time last year. And I did the um, the competition, uh, the Your English Podcast competition, and loads of people entered it. And you probably listened to those episodes. Um, but for the 300th episode, I've been thinking, what am I going to do? Um, well, this is it. This is basically it. And I think you know what's going to happen. Uh, let me talk about um, the instances of the number 300 throughout history. Because I've been thinking 300 is such a significant number for me, as this is a like a big number for my podcast. Let's have a look at all of the instances of the number 300 throughout history. That's going to be interesting. So I kind of like did my research and I thought about it a lot. Um, what do you think, ladies and gentlemen? What do you think? What are some of the um, the, the most well-known instances of the number 300 throughout history? You know, I've, I was thinking, yeah, there's going to be loads. There's, there'll be loads of different things. Um, but to be honest, it's just it's just the movie 300, isn't it? That's it. It's just the movie 300. You know, the one with uh, Gerard Butler? And it's that famous scene where he goes, this is Sparta! Um, I don't know why a Scottish man was um, in Sparta at the time, but anyway, uh, that's that's the that's really the only significant moment with the number three hundred. This is Sparta, but what's Sparta got to do with this? I don't know. Maybe I could change it and say this is English. Maybe that could be uh, the replacement. Anyway, it was just the the, the movie three hundred, which of course is the story of the three hundred Spartans who fought against an army of something like three hundred thousand. Persians um, in, I think it was like, what, ancient Greece? Um, And that's it. That's all I could think of. Um, I mean, there are a couple of other things, like apparently 300 is a perfect score in bowling, you know, like 10-pin bowling. 300 is the maximum perfect score that you can get in bowling. That's interesting, but not particularly relevant for Luke's English podcast, is it? I've never, ever talked about bowling on this podcast ever before so I don't think that's really significant um so and as far as I can tell by looking at historical reports I've done some research I say some research I just googled it but anyway um just by looking at some historical reports um it seems that absolutely nothing happened in the year 300 AD I checked it all out various websites nothing happened in 300 AD just it must have been the most boring year in history. It just seems to be almost insignificant. I mean, maybe that's what you can do as your homework. Um, go away and try and find... Not just go away. That's not your homework. Just go away. No. Go away and uh, try and find something significant about the number 300. Um, was, what happened where you are? Is Does 300 mean something special where you are in the world? Um, what, did something special happen in the year 300 in your part of the universe? Um, let me know. Who knows? Maybe that's it. Maybe just throughout, not just the world, but the, the galaxy and the universe, maybe nothing happened um, in the year 300. Although I'm, I'm sure that aliens on Mars, you know, water-based aliens on Mars probably have a different uh, calendar system to us. But anyway, if, you know, if you are an alien and you are listening to this, what does the number 300 mean to you? Do you have the number 300 in your in your world? Do you even know what the hell I'm talking about? I imagine if aliens are listening to this, and, you know, they probably are because they're monitoring everything we're doing on Earth and, and they probably want to learn English, so... We've already established before that I'm sure that aliens are listening to this. I wonder what they think when they listen to this. It probably... Can you imagine? Like, if we ever made contact with aliens, of course, we've got no idea what they're going to be like. But probably their language is going to be pretty pretty weird, isn't it? Like, it could be that if we met aliens and listened to them spoke speak, they would probably go... You know, that could be an alien language, you know? Or it could be like... 
that could be an alien language. We don't know. That that could be a whole sentence in an alien language. If that's true, if the aliens do speak like that, I wonder what they think of Miles Davis. They probably really like it. And they're right, of course, because Miles Davis is brilliant. Anyway, I'm rambling as usual. Um, So let me know, because maybe what I can do with this episode, maybe I will be the first to stamp the number 300 into the human collective consciousness. That's my aim with this episode. I'm going to stick the number 300 into the brains of, uh, you know, all creatures, animal, vegetable, mineral, uh, and, and gas or whatever, that everyone's going to know the number 300 because it's the it's the number that I did in a podcast once. Mm, maybe it's a bit ambitious, I don't know. But um, let's have a look at the, the significance of the number 300. So because of the dearth of, of historical data relating to 300, I've had to kind of uh, search in, in other ways to, to find something significant about the number 300. And in my search for significance behind this number... I've ended up finding a page on the internet which relates to numerology. Numerology, which is a superstitious belief in the divine and mystical power of numbers. Now, I don't really believe in all that stuff. I think personally, it's a load of old tosh, if I'm honest. And the scientific community seems to agree with me uh, because numerology is often labelled as a pseudoscience meaning that there's you know it's not a proper science it's not based on proper evidence uh there's apparently there's no real evidence of the psychic power of numbers but that being said let's now have a look at the significance of the number 300 according to numerology now um this information comes from a website called sacredscribesangelnumbers.blogspot.fr it's all in english but it's an fr website sacred scribes angel numbers dot blogspot dot fr i don't know if that's the most reputable source of information but anyway this is just what i came across when i was looking for the significance of the number 300 um now i've i've got I've got absolutely no idea where this information come from, comes from or even when you look at numerology where does all that stuff actually come from there's never really any uh explanation of the source of the information in numerology it just seems to just come out of you know the the universe like there there are certain special people who just have psychic connections with the universe and they pull all this let's let's call it bullshit out of the air and then they they put it into these crazy articles and websites by the way ladies and gents if if you're wondering there i think there will be some swearing in this episode of the podcast sometimes I, i bleep out the swearing um, and uh, I'm a bit inconsistent when it comes to the the levels of of rude language in this podcast series. But um, uh, I don't know if you listen with your kids. I don't know if swearing bothers you. I know that a couple of people have um, have have told me that they find the swearing to be a bit unnecessary, and I apologise to those people. But I'm just trying to be natural. I'm just trying to speak, you know, real British English, and we do swear sometimes. But I just wanted to warn you that there might be a bit of rude, colourful language in this episode. Um, so anyway, what what is the significance of the number 300 according to numerology? And I, I'd like to know if the information I'm going to tell you now, does it resonate with you at all? Does this resonate with you? Now I'm going to play some appropriate music in the background, I think, to create the right atmosphere for this sort of uh, numerological uh, study about the significance of the number 300. Here we go. Okay. You're getting into a sort of trance-like state. I hope so. I'm just going to reduce the volume on that a little bit while I do while I talk. Okay, so here we go. According to scribesandangelnumbers.blogspot.fr, here is the significance of the number 300. Number 300 is a combination of the vibrations and attributes of the numbers 3 and 0, with the number 0 appearing twice, amplifying and magnifying its own energies, as well as those of the number 3. Number 3 relates to optimism and enthusiasm, communication and self-expression, inspiration and creativity, expansion and growth, manifesting and manifestation. Number three also relates to the Ascended Masters, 
who help you to focus on the divine spark within yourself and others, and assist with manifesting your desires. They are helping you to find peace, clarity, and love within. Number zero brings a message to do with developing one's spiritual aspects and is considered to represent the beginning of a spiritual journey and highlights the uncertainties that may entail. It suggests that you listen to your intuition and higher self as this is where you will find your answers. Number zero carries the God force and universal energies and amplifies the vibrations of the number three, making 300 an important and powerful number. Angel number 300 is a signal to get your attention and make you take notice. It is time to listen to and follow your intuitive messages and angelic guidance and take appropriate action in the direction of your divine life purpose. You are encouraged to communicate with the angels and the higher spiritual beings to receive constant guidance and protection. Angel number 300 is a message from your angels and the ascended masters that they are with you, assisting and supporting you. The strong and clear connection you have with the spiritual realm allows for communication, assistance and guidance from the angels whenever you need it. Angel number 300 encourages you to accept and develop your spiritual gifts and abilities and use them to enhance your life as well as the lives of many others. Use your natural creativity and communication skills to teach and enlighten others. Okay. So there you go. That's that's the significance of the number three hundred according to numerology. Now, what what do you think? Um, what do you think? In fact, if you think about it, if you listen to all that stuff, some of it seems to be quite significant actually for Luke's English podcast, don't you think? For example, it talks about um, uh, let's see, the the number three relates to optimism and and enthusiasm, and I think that you know that's something I do on the podcast. I hope communication and self expression, right? Inspiration and creativity expansion and growth well certainly a lot of growth over the last six and a half years um i don't know what all this stuff is about the ascended masters and the divine spark and uh angel numbers and stuff i don't know but anyway there you go what do you think did that resonate with you at all let me know um so anyway regardless of what the numerology says let me say now a few things about having re- uh, having reached 300 episodes of this podcast and this is coming straight from the heart okay now I'm being completely sincere i'm first of all i'm really pleased to have hit 300 um the last 12 months have been particularly productive actually with nearly 80 episodes recorded and that's over one and a half episodes per week over the last 12 months which is about 12 minutes a day on average, probably more. So again, that's, in fact, this year, 12 minutes of me speaking to you every day for the last 12 months, which is not bad for your English, I'd expect. Speaking to a native speaker, well, at least, you know, or having a, uh, a native speaker speak directly to you for 12 minutes a day for a year, I'm sure that's been very good for your English. Um, and in fact, I didn't realise that I'd been so productive this year, especially since this has been one of the busiest years of my life with my weddings, and I say weddings because I had two, um, my honeymoon and also all the work I've been doing. Um, so it's been a very busy year and I'm very proud and pleased and sort of almost impressed with myself that I managed to produce so much stuff this year. Obviously, I think it's obvious, I love, I absolutely love doing Luke's English podcast and I think that in fact I'm somehow compelled to do it out of some sort of obsession. That even when, you know, uh, my life is super busy, I still manage to make time to do episodes of Luke's English podcast. It's a kind of an obsession for me. Um, And um, so here are a few things that I really love about doing Luke's English podcast. Okay, so first of all, the first thing I love about doing Luke's English podcast is that it's a chance to be creative. Um, 
and that's very important for me. Uh, every episode of this podcast for me is like a blank canvas, and I can just choose to fill it with whatever I want, and the possibilities seem endless. Um, and as long as you find it in- useful and enjoyable, and I'm satisfying some kind of creative urge, then I think that I'm doing the right thing. So that's the first thing. It's like a creative outlet for me. Um, second thing is, I think it actually helps people around the world. And I know that sounds a bit cheesy, but that does make me feel good about it. So I feel like it helps people around the world. And after all, after all of the many, many messages that I've received and, and that I continue to receive every day, I am, in fact, convinced now that regularly listening to my podcast can significantly help your English. And so that feels very satisfying because it makes me think, wow, I, I am actually helping people by doing this, which is wonderful because not only do I enjoy doing it, but other people enjoy and find it genuinely beneficial. So, and as, as I've already said, I've been doing this for over six and a half years. And some people who've listened for that length of time, some people who've listened from the beginning, or at least some people who've listened for a long time, and who started out with pretty basic English, can now contact me and communicate really well. And they often say that Luke's English podcast is what gave them an edge, in fact. So that's really satisfying. Also, um, I get responses from my audience. So I'm constantly getting messages and things, and people speak from the heart, and they tell me that my podcast first of all, is really enjoyable for them to listen to, and that also it's helped their English a lot. So again, that's very satisfying. Um, My audience, my audience are really cool. It seems that um, I just, I think, I suppose, like-minded people just tend to gravitate towards my podcast. And I've discovered that the people who contact me just seem to be lovely, enthusiastic, intelligent, and open-minded people. And I think that's awesome. It's brilliant. It does feel like I'm creating some sort of club and the members of the club just tend to be cool, lovely people. And I reckon that if I got everyone together in a big room and we had a big party with food and music, uh, that everyone would, would get on really, really well and people would make friends and people would fall in love and families would be created that would last for generations and generations and it would be like an injection of clever, attractive and of course very literate and articulate people into the world. Um, So uh, there you go. I wonder if that's ever going to happen. It sounds like some sort of weird breeding project. Um, Anyway, that's not quite how I imagined it but that's how it sounded then. Anyway, um, so my point is my audience are just really cool and really awesome and that's brilliant um also luke's english podcast for me is a platform for other projects and i I really think that this has only just begun for me and i've only just scraped the surface of what i'd like to achieve and i've said it before but i do intend to transfer a lot of the teaching skills knowledge experience and expertise that i have from the classroom I want to somehow transfer that online in some way to help people improve their English. The podcast, I always intend, will stay free, but I'm currently working on other ways to help you improve your English more directly, probably through an online course, but that's a work in progress. Um, So uh, the, the, the podcast might, and I hope will, turn into a platform for me to actually build some sort of career Uh, and that would mean that I don't have to work as a slave to language schools that I can in fact work for myself and define my own uh, my own sort of um, teaching context and create something even bigger and even more cool and brilliant Um, and that that's been that's hopefully going to be made possible by the fact I've built this thing from scratch Um, I'm also I'm really into the technology side of things these days and I find that really enjoyable. I like the microphones, I like the recording equipment. I find it to be really satisfying. Um, also, another thing I'm proud of is that podcasting as a medium, as a broadcasting medium, is becoming more and more established and so I'm really pleased to be part of that whole movement and I feel like I'm one of the people who was there quite early on. You know, I started this in uh, early nine, uh, early 2009 and um, 
back in those days, podcasting was really sort of in its infancy. And I'm one of the people who's been there from near the beginning. So it's it's brilliant. I love to be part of the whole movement. And also, as I've mentioned, it's just great to be a bit independent and to be out of the school system a little bit and to be building my own world. And I'm, I'm really proud uh, to have you with me. Now, I'd like to go on a little journey through time and we're going to explore some messages from guests and other special appearances, okay? Now, um, I wonder if you've listened to all of the episodes of this podcast. You might have done, um, but uh, you'll know that I've had loads and loads and loads of different people on this podcast um, from all the way from back in, the, uh, back in the day when I did the second ever episode of Luke's English Podcast. Um, that was when I uh, I had my first guest, and so I've basically I've I've received messages from lots of these people who have been on the podcast before, and I'm going to play those messages to you now. So let's start with the first one. Now, do you remember who the first guest I ever had was on this podcast? Well, if you remember well, um, it you, you'll know that it was my dad, and in fact, I had my dad on the second ever episode of Luke's English Podcast, and I interviewed him about his memories of childhood uh, at Easter time. And so here is my uh, message from my dad uh, to celebrate the 300th episode of Luke's English Podcast. Here it is. Hello, Luke. This is your dad. I remember when you first said you were going to launch a Laugh While You Learn English international podcast, all your friends laughed. Well, after 300 episodes of your humorous talks, no one's laughing now. Seriously, Luke, your Lepsters have become a great community of friends, and I'm sure they are all speaking real British English now, instead of that American stuff. Well done to you, and good luck for more great podcasts, which will entertain as well as give valuable language lessons. Bye, 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 bye. So there you go. That's my dad. Um... That was nice, wasn't it? He made a little joke. Did you get it? Did you get the joke? Uh, you'll have to listen to it again if you want to try and identify which joke it was. Uh, so that was my dad, uh, episode two. But also he's featured in other episodes too. Like, for example, the one in which I had family arguments and debates with my mum, dad and my brother at Christmas time. Um, he had his own episode, which was called Wikipedia, where I uh, asked him questions which had been sent in by uh, Lepsters on Facebook. And also I interviewed him on the uh, Marooned With My Music episode, where he talked about songs that he would like to take with him if he was stranded on a desert island. And, and he's been in other episodes too. He was in one of the World Cup episodes and maybe a couple of other things. Um, so that was my dad. Okay, now who was the next guest that I had? Well, um, it, it it was in episode three, um, and uh, I had my mum on the podcast. So started with my dad, and then my mum. And uh, in episode three, I asked my mum all about um, the Beatles. If you remember that one, uh, if you haven't listened to these episodes, then they're all there in the archive. Just go to teacherluke.co.uk and uh, click on the uh, archive. It says all episodes archive in the menu and you'll find every single episode available for you to listen to and download. So in episode three, I spoke to my mom about the Beatles, but she was also in other episodes like the family arguments and debates episode and uh, her own episode of Marooned with my music as well. Um, so here is now my message from my mum. Hello, Luke. This is your mother speaking. Congratulations on the 300th episode of Luke's English Podcast. That's quite an achievement. Thanks, Mum. It is quite an achievement, I suppose. Um, now, let's move on to um, episode number five. And the guest that I had in that episode was a friend of mine called Howard. Um, do you remember? Uh, and I invited Howard onto the podcast so that we could talk about the actor Joaquin Phoenix, who at the time appeared to have made the decision to to um, quit acting and become a rapper. And it was all very mysterious and interesting. So uh, Howard and and me uh, discussed the Joaquin Phoenix situation. And I had Howard again on, on other podcasts, including the one that was called Men Versus Women, where we talked about uh, the differences between men and women. And so uh, let's see, here's, my, here's Howard's message. 
Luke, it's Howard. Uh, just wanted to say congratulations on your 300th episode. I think we recorded um, a podcast back in the day, many years ago. In fact, it was one of your first. And I can't believe you've now done 300. Can't wait for your 600th and hopefully see you soon, yeah? Cheers. Thanks, Howard. Howard is now married. He's got he's got a son and everything. Everyone's growing up everywhere. So that was Howard from episode number five. Um, let's see. Next, we have um, episode number nine. And in that one, I talked to a friend of mine called Ben about uh, our, our experiences of traveling in India. So uh, both Ben and myself had uh, traveled a little bit in India. And so I invited Ben on the podcast and we talked about our experiences of, of traveling around that beautiful and amazing country. Um, and so it was great to hear from Ben again. Do you remember his voice? Well, you're now going to hear Ben's message. Here he is, uh, Ben Butler from episode number nine. Hi, Luke, and hi to all the listeners of Luke's English podcast. I featured on episode nine talking about travelling in India. I remember doing the recording clearly. It was a nice day and we were in your flat in West London. I can't believe you've now recorded 300 episodes. What an amazing achievement and what a fantastic resource for learners of English you've created. I don't understand why it's taken you 291 episodes to invite me back, but there you go. Many congratulations on your 300th episode. Keep up the fantastic work you do. See you again in episode 591, I guess. All the best. Bye. That was Ben Butler. Yeah, I haven't invited him back. A lot of these people I just haven't invited back, but not necessarily out of choice. It's just because, uh, well, first of all, I'm in a different country. But uh, I'd love to have Ben and Howard and everyone back on this podcast. Uh, there's, there's just, you know, there's no, there's no end to this stuff. And hopefully I will speak to them again in the future. That was Ben Butler from episode number nine. Let's move forwards now to all the way to episode number three. 32. Um, episode 32. Which one was that, ladies and gents? Well, that one was a special episode all about Doctor Who. Um, and I spoke to a friend of mine called Lee, who is something of an expert on Doctor Who. In fact, he knows more about Doctor Who than anyone else I know. He's uh, a self-confessed Doctor Who fanatic. Um, and so in, in episode 32, I spoke to Lee and he told me everything that you need to know about Doctor Who. So here's my message from Lee Arnott. Hello, listeners, and hello, Luke, and a big congratulations on your 300th podcast. Happy times and places, every single one of you. I'm off to see if I can get my hands on a handy TARDIS to whisk me off to the other side of the galaxy. Please, that would be nice. Congratulations. Thanks, Lee. So Lee there apparently looking for, trying to get his hands on a TARDIS. If you know anything about Doctor Who, you'll know what a TARDIS is. And if you don't know what a TARDIS is, well, you know what to do. Go back to episode number 32 and listen to that interview that I did with Lee and you'll find out exactly what a TARDIS is and why it's kind of an important part of British culture, in fact. So it seems that Lee is looking for a TARDIS. Looks like he's, he, he's hoping to be rescued. I hope he's all right, Lee. Um, Lee, if you're listening, let us know that you're okay. Did you manage to get the TARDIS? I wonder. Um, now, episode 45 is next. And uh, uh, you might remember that in episode 45, I spoke to my friend Andy Johnson. Uh, and um, we talked about our uh, crime stories. So in episode 45, Andy and I basically shared a few anecdotes telling stories of moments in which we've been involved in low-level crime. Um, and you might remember that Andy described how he got he ended up spending a night in a police cell after one of his friends threw a snowball at a police officer's uh, helmet and the helmet fell off. It's It sounds like the most kind of petty sort of English crime that you can imagine, throwing a snowball at a policeman and it knocked his hat off. Uh, a slight overreaction, perhaps, from the police that they not they locked them both up in, in a uh, police cell for the night. Um, if you want to listen to that and, and lots of other uh, funny stories about our experiences with the police, then you can go back to episode number 45. But let me now play you um, Andy's recording. So here he is, Andy Johnson. Hi, Luke. Hi, everybody. It's Andy here from way back in episode 45 when Luke and I talked about our shameful encounters with the law. Well, the good news is I'm still a free man. I haven't been arrested yet. 
And I just wanted to congratulate you on your 300th episode. You do a really fantastic job, Luke, and I'm sure all of your listeners love you for what you do. Well done, mate. Here's the next 300. Okay, got to go. The police are coming. Bye. So that was Andy. I hope he's not been arrested again. Apparently the police are still after him. I mean, he's a wanted criminal. He threw a snowball at a policeman's helmet. They've got to take this down. This they, They're going to take him down to Chinatown, which is like another way of saying they're just going to arrest him. Anyway... That was Andy Johnson from episode 45. um, You also will have heard Andy on other episodes, like, for example, um, uh, there was a recording of him on one of the Culture Shock episodes that I did. I talked to him in the teacher's room in the school I used to work in in London. Um, Moving forwards to episode number 48, um, I spoke to uh, another friend of mine called Claudia. And you'll remember hearing Claudia's lovely voice on the podcast when we talked about um, traveling and sort of expressions that you use when you go traveling and sort of um, the kinds of things that you typically will say to people when you meet them traveling. Also, Claudia was a guest host of a podcast once. Uh, I think it's the only time it's happened that the, the podcast has been hosted by someone else other than me. And in in episode number 49, Claudia um, hosted Luke's English podcast and she interviewed me about uh, stand-up comedy. So you might remember that. Um, Anyway, now here's a chance to listen to uh, the lovely Claudia and here's her message. Hello, Luke. And hello to all Luke's lucky listeners. Um, It's your old pal from England, Claudia, and your ex-colleague. Uh, I just wanted to say a huge congratulations on your 300th episode of Luke's English Podcast. Wow, what an achievement. Um, It's fantastic. And I can see by looking at your Facebook page and your um, podcast page how much everyone appreciates all your hard work and creativity in bringing us these brilliant podcasts. So, um, yeah, sending you lots of love and hope that there are at least 300 more uh in fact three million more look forward to hearing them all okay bye that was claudia there suggesting that i do three million more episodes of the podcast yeah no problem Uh, i'll do that no worries uh just give me about a million well how many years will i need a lot i think yeah no problem science is moving quickly i'm sure they'll find some way of helping me do that so that was claudia from episodes number 48 and 49 and maybe others as well now who uh which which guest have i had on the podcast quite a lot and who is quite a popular uh a a popular guest on the podcast i haven't had him on the podcast for a little while who am i talking about well of course it's my brother james and um the first time he featured on the podcast was in episode number 53 when i managed to get him into my flat and I forced him to try to answer different questions about grammar. And the idea was that I'd test his grammar and see what the grammar of an average native speaker was like. And the results were pretty funny because, well, if, you, if you've listened to the episode, you'll know he didn't really know a lot about grammar. In fact, many native speakers of English don't really know much about grammar. And perhaps the conclusion there is to hopefully make you feel a bit better because probably as a learner of English, you, you probably know grammar uh, the grammar of English a bit better than most native speakers. Um, but um, James has always been a popular uh, person to have on the podcast, and I, I've had him on loads of different episodes. Uh, for example, the classic How to Swear in British English episode, which is loaded full of all of the rudest words in the English language, and you can find that. I can't remember what number it is, but it's in there. It's in the archives. It's one of the more popular episodes. How to Swear in British English. Very rude content. If you want to learn all the rudest words, that's where you go. Also, episode 100, Going to the Pub, and other episodes like Luke's English Braincast, um, the Skype chat with my brother in which he recommended a few movies uh, that uh, listeners should should watch. Um, also, the one where he talked about his dislocated shoulder, his skateboarding accident. I also talked to James about making music and, and other things. So he's been a regular contributor to the podcast. And here is... Uh, my brother's message i think he's got a bit he he had a little bit of a cold when he recorded this but here's my message from um my brother james hello luke it's your brother james i'm just uh, leaving this completely spontaneous message to wish you happy 300 episodes of luke's english podcast 
Um, I did a bit of calculating, and if my maths are correct, which they're probably not, the total length of your podcast so far is somewhere around 18 days of solid podcasting. Uh, That's quite impressive. So this 300 is uh, obviously a, a landmark in time, space and history. I mean, if you think of great events like the first man on the moon, um, the building of the Great Wall of China, uh, the, the Great Pyramids, uh, Luke's English podcast. I mean, it's it's up there with the greats. Um, so I, I just keep on doing what you're doing. I mean, they obviously still haven't learned how to speak English, otherwise they would have stopped listening. But keep on anyway. Um, you're doing a great service. You seem to have a few fans out there. Um, ignore the haters. I know there are many. Um, <laughs> only joking, there aren't that many. Um, so, happy 300 episodes of Luke's English Podcast. Yay! Okay, that's my message from my brother. A slightly embarrassing ending there, but a lovely message, I think you'll agree. Um, so that was James there. Um, now, moving on. In episode number 63, do you remember, I interviewed uh, a German comedian living in London. His name is uh, Paco, um, Paco Erhardt. And in fact, uh, Paco is a really interesting character because um, not only did he speak or does he speak English perfectly, but also he's been to all sorts of different places and lived in many different countries. And uh, he's also well known now as uh, a great uh, German stand-up comedian. And he does a show which I think used to be called The Five-Step Guide to Being German. Um, And um, so anyway, I spoke to Paco about his experiences of uh, learning English and also his, his experiences of being in different countries. And we compared German culture and British culture. And it was very interesting and insightful. And uh, so here is an, here's a message from Paco. And I haven't heard from I hadn't heard from Paco for a while until he sent me this. So it's very nice to hear from him. So here is uh, Paco's message. Hey, Luke. Hey, everybody. Uh, It's Paco Erhard, German comedian. I was on the podcast years ago, and it's nice to be back for a minute. Um, Congratulations on 300 episodes. That's quite an achievement. Um, Yeah, it's been a while. Um, I'm in Berlin now. I don't even have to speak English anymore. Uh, But I do. I still do uh, the show, uh, Five Step Guide to Being German, or as it will be known here, uh, Paco Erhard's Comedy Guide to Being German. So if you're ever in Berlin, check that out. That's in the Bargier der Vernunft. And uh, if you then find out that your English wasn't quite good enough yet, keep listening to Luke's podcast, The Best I Know for Learning English. Well, congratulations again. Here's to another 300. And uh, yeah, keep doing what you do. It's great, great podcast. All the best. Take care. Thank you, Paco. So as, uh, as you heard, he's in Berlin now. So if you're in Berlin then I really recommend that you go and see his show. I, what was it? Paco Erhardt's Comedy Guide to Being German. So just check it out on, on the internet. Um, Paco Erhardt's uh, Comedy Guide to Being German. And if you're in Berlin, go and check out his show because it's really good. It's really funny. He's a very funny man indeed. So uh, you could do a lot worse than going to see that show. Um, now, I've had other family members on my podcast before. Well, really one other family member. Um, and that is, of course, my cousin, Oliver. And uh, Oliver, I think, made his first... He may have made his first appearance in episode 76, uh, in which he gave us all sorts of specialist tips on how to use the London Underground effectively. Because Oliver has spent uh, a, a lot of his time travelling, commuting on the on the tube. And so he knows exactly the right way to navigate the Underground and also, basically, we give lots of tips for tourists who come to London and sort of make various common mistakes with the with the tube. So episode 76 was, um, you heard from my cousin Oliver. You also heard from our friend Pasquale, who unfortunately I couldn't gr- get hold of to get a message. But anyway, uh, here is a message from my cousin Oliver. Yo, Cousin Luke, this is Cousin Oliver here uh, from sunny Bristol. Uh, Just wanted to say hello to you and your many Luke's English podcast listeners and to say congratulations on 300 episodes, which is quite a major achievement, and to um, keep them at such an exceptionally high quality through all 300. Um, 
I enjoy listening to them myself. Uh, probably my favourites would be your, your parental advisory um, and uh, your misheard song lyrics and also hearing my uh, cousins and uncles and aunts talking about uh, the music they'd like to be marooned with. Um, so I think it's an amazing achievement and uh, you should keep it up and make sure your listeners keep it up too. And uh, if you don't, I'll punch your teeth down your throat. Okay, bye. <laughs> Okay, if you've listened to episode what seventy six, the how to use the London Underground, then you'll you'll remember that that phrase to punch someone's teeth down their throat came up quite a lot. Um, Oliver was in other episodes like the one called uh, Luke versus Oliver, and another one which was called Criminal Law, in which we looked at a pretty interesting criminal case. Um, so that's that was Oliver. Now, um, um, episode number one hundred and four number 105 and number 106, I believe, were called the Brighton Fringe... Uh, I think it was something like the Brighton Fringe Episodes. And that's where I was in uh, Brighton performing stand-up comedy as part of the Brighton Fringe Festival. And, of course, I took the chance to talk to some uh, of my friends, some of my comedy friends, uh, Paul Langton, Moz, and Alex Love. And... Um, I'm going to start by playing you um, a recording from po- Mr. Paul Langton. Now, you heard him in the uh, Brighton episodes. You also heard him in what what is known as the Drunk episode, and also um, the Drunk episode 2, um, also known as On a Boat. Okay, so this is Paul Langton from all of those episodes, um, and uh, I'm going to play it to you right now. I'd like to congratulate Luke Thompson on his 300th podcast for people learning English as a foreign language. Uh, So uh, I'm here at the Cavendish Arms in Stockwell, uh, in London. Uh, Can I have a cheer from the audience? Uh, My name is Paul Langton. Some of you regular listeners will recognise me from teaching you how to swear. So I'm going to give you one more swear word and the uh, audience are going to help me with that. Uh, And then Luke is going to have to explain this in his 301st podcast uh the the swear word and i will ask the uh the audience to repeat after me after one two three but i'll say it first come gobbler <laughs> one two three come gobbler good luck luke <laughs> oh great so you'll remember in uh, the on a boat episode um we ended up explaining lots of rude language and in fact what ended up happening is that someone would use a rude word and then i would have to explain it so, and He's done it again, and this time in front of a live studio audience. Well, I say studio, in front of a live comedy audience there at the Cavendish Arms in Stockwell in South London. Uh, Paul recorded that on stage with the audience involved, as you could hear. So, um, okay, now I have to explain what the word cum gobbler means. Oh, God. I I told you there would be some rude language in this episode. (laughs) Okay, I have to explain what cum gobbler means. Okay, alert, alert. There will be rude stuff, including sexual references and body parts and things now. Okay, then what's cum? Let's start with that one. I'm sure that some of you already know what this word means. It's probably one of the first words you learned, you dirty people. Anyway, cum is the it's the the um uh, the bodily fluid which is produced by a gentleman. Um, during the act of ejaculation. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the stuff that a man produces out of his willy when he has an orgasm. Uh-huh. That's cum, all right? Okay, now, a cum gobbler... <sighs> okay, to gobble something, to gobble, is to kind of quickly eat something, like yum, 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 like that, okay? That's to gobble something. So a, cum- a-, a gobbler is someone who eats something very enthusiastically. Mm-hmm. Now, all you need to do now is put the word cum and the word gobbler together, and you get cum gobbler, and that is, well, I guess it's a person who enthusiastically eats... Uh, uh, what sperm i suppose so right that was disgusting paul langton how dare you force me to explain such rude things on my podcast it's okay listeners it's all right okay they're just words they're just words everything's fine okay um right well that was paul langton behaving in characteristic fashion um but it wasn't just Paul in those episodes. We also had Moz as well. Remember Moz? He's the guy who owns the canal boat. Um, and he's also the guy who claimed to be uh, a god, uh, which, well, you know, it may be true. We don't know. But anyway, here's uh, the message from Moz. 
Hi folks, this is Moz. Y you might remember me from such podcasts as The Drunk Podcast, The Very Drunk Podcast, and of course, The Brighton Episodes, where we were too drunk to drink. But don't worry, we did afterwards. I would just like to take this moment to congratulate Luke on his 300th podcast. Congratulations, Luke. And of course, congratulations to your listeners. Stay tuned for more. Thank you and goodbye. Thank you, Moz. There you go. You could actually hear the sound of his stove burning in the background on his boat. So I think he was actually recording that on his boat. Uh, that was nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Now, let me play you the third recording from my comedy gang. And this one is from Alex Love. And you're going to hear Alex now uh, blowing his own trumpet, feeling very satisfied with himself because he went to the Edinburgh Festival this year. I think it's second or third time, maybe fourth time he's been. And Alex had a very good festival. He did. And I saw his blog posts and his Facebook updates. And in fact, he had a really good run. And you'll hear him say that he had standing room only. Something like 19 shows he did. 18 of those shows were standing room only. That means that all of the seats were occupied. And the only space left were, was for the only space left available was for people to stand up. So that if you if you um, fill your room and in fact there's only standing room only, then that is really good. It means that you're uh, you've done very very well. So you heard my mate Paul Taylor recently talking about his difficult experience in Edinburgh. Well, it's not always difficult. In fact, for some people, it's a big success. And I think Alex is rightfully feeling very proud of himself for having achieved um, a good run at the festival this year. So here's uh, the message from Alex Love. Hello listeners of Luke's English Podcast, uh, this is Alex Love here, I'm a comedian friend of Luke's and I've been on the show before, I was down at Brighton Fringe and on the canal boat and also the drunk episodes and I'll be honest, uh, those are the only ones that I've listened to and I'll probably listen to this one as well uh, just so I can hear the sound of my voice. So uh, since you last heard from me, um, I've uh, done Edinburgh Fringe twice, two solo shows, the first one was How to Win a Pub Quiz which went quite well. This year was How to Win a Pub Quiz 2, which went even better from 19 shows. 18 were standing room only, which meant all the seats were taken and the only room left was for people to stand at the back. So I was pleased with that. Uh, it was much better than the shows I used to do with Paul Langton and also Luke as well. So, um, well done, Luke, on reaching your 300 show milestone. Um, hello to Rom. Uh, and if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at this Alex Love. Cheers. Alex Love there. Um, so the title of his show was How to Win a Pub Quiz and the second one, How to Win a Pub Quiz 2. Maybe the next show, Alex, could be How to Pronounce the Name of Your Edinburgh Show. Just saying. No, um, actually, Alex is, is uh, it's absolutely fine. And he's immune to criticism because he's now developed a, a, a thick crust, uh, a thick like crust-like layer on the outside of his body, which protects him from any criticism or any disdain from uh, other people because he did... Because he, you know, uh, all of his experience of being a comedian and that successful Edinburgh run means that he's now sort of reached some other status, I, th I feel. So I can say anything I like about him, including the fact that he can't speak properly. Uh, but he, he's aware of that. In fact, it's part of his, it's part of his unique charm. Alex, if you're listening to this, hello. Uh, and uh, are you still doing that thing with your hand when you speak? I wonder. Anyway, how's the beard? I, I haven't really... Uh, seen that beard in the flesh not that it's flesh that would be weird wouldn't it a flesh a beard made of flesh that would be frightening anyway um so that, that was alex love my next guest is kate fisher the sister of the cyclist ben fisher and she was first on the podcast in episode number 107 Kate likes to do different accents and voices, and that's exactly what we did in that episode. We got together and just did lots of different accents and messed around with the different sounds of our voices doing characters and regional accents and stuff. So here's a message from Kate. Hi, Luke's English Podcast listeners. This is Kate. Uh, congratulations, Luke, on your 300th episode. Really, really impressive. Well done. Thanks, Kate. Moving on to episode number 129, and this is when I started inviting people around to my flat for a cup of tea and some biscuits and a bit of a chat, you know, just a bit of a chat. And in fact, the first person I had on the podcast um, in the series, which um, 
I called A Cup of Tea with. And that was uh, my friend Pierre Gaspard, who is French but speaks really, really good English. And I had him on the podcast in order to try and find out how the hell he managed to get such good English. Um, and we talked about his experiences of um, uh, of learning English and also doing stand-up comedy in a second language. So that was episode number 129, A Cup of Tea with Pierre Gaspard. And here is, in fact, Pierre's message right now. Hi, Luke. This is Pierre Gaspard. I want to thank you for featuring me uh, once upon a time on your podcast and congratulations on making it to 300. Um, hi to all the listeners. I don't know if you remember who I am. Uh, if you don't, I it, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I ate pizza today. It was pretty cool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Okay, that's a slightly underwhelming uh, message from Pierre there. He, apparently he ate pizza. That's good. I like I like pizza. We all like pizza, don't we? Is there anyone out there who doesn't like pizza? I wonder. Now, I followed up episode number 129, of course, with episode 130. And that one was called A Cup of Tea with Sebastian Marx. Now, we've had Sebastian Marx on the podcast a few times, including that particular episode. Also, he was in the one about the D-Day experience. I, I called it... Luke's D-Day Diary, and that's where I went to Normandy uh, in order to take part in the D-Day uh, commemorations. And I met Sebastian there, and we talked a bit, little bit about D-Day, so you heard him in that one. You also heard him in one called Understanding the USA, and I talked to Sebastian about being American and what it really means to be American and what America's all about, and sort of shattering a few myths and explaining a few things. And also, recently, he was in the bank robbery episode too. So here's the message from Sebastian Marx. And I think he's kind of whispering in this one because his daughter, uh, no, his son, his newly born son, I think is asleep in the same room. So Sebastian has to be very quiet. And that's why he's kind of whispering in this message. Hello. I just want to take this time to congratulate Luke on his 300th episode of Luke's English podcast. I've listened to them all. That is why I speak English so goodly. I'm whispering because there's a baby sleeping next to me. I hope it's mine. Uh, did you notice the error there? Did you notice the language mistake that Sebastian intentionally put in to that message as some kind of hilarious joke? Hello. I just want to take this time to congratulate Luke on his 300th episode of Luke's English podcast. I've listened to them all. That is why I speak English so goodly. I'm whispering because there's a baby sleeping next to me. I hope it's mine. All right, I'm sure you picked up on the language error. I don't even need to say it, do I? Do I? I don't think so. I'm trusting you, listeners, that you noticed the intentional error there. Well, did you? I wonder. Now, um, leave a comment if you didn't, but I'm sure you did. Hello, Lepsters. It's Luke here, just uh, pausing the podcast. I'm sure that you all knew the uh, grammatical error that Sebastian put into that uh, message on purpose. Of course, you don't say goodly as well, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Um, anyway, that's not, in fact, the reason why I paused the podcast at this moment. No, it's just to say that's the end of part one. Um, so this episode number 300 ended up being a mammoth episode, hugely long. Uh, I ended up uh, recording for two hours. So naturally, I've, like a samurai, <laughs> I've chopped it in half um, and I've created uh, two separate episodes. So in fact, it's episode 300 part one and episode 300 part two. And they're both going to be written as number 300. Does that make sense? So we've got 299, 299, that's the bank robbery. Then we've got number 300, that's episode 300 part one. And then we've got another number 300 and that's episode 300 part two. Yes, that's right. They count as one episode, both of them, with the number 300. I know that you might think, well, wait a minute, Luke, wait a minute, you can't have 300 twice. Well, yes, you can, because I don't care, because I like to break the rules. Just give me the rules, I'll smash the rules, I'll pulp them, I'll use that pulp and turn it into some sort of building material, which I'll use to construct some kind of award-winning series of podcasts for learners of English. That's what I would do with the rules. Okay. Right then, so that's the end of this first half of uh, episode, the incredibly magnificent and significant, um, groundbreaking 
uh, episode number 300. All right, stay tuned because in the next one, you're going to hear more messages from uh, listeners, uh, not from listeners, you're going to hear more messages from guests that you've heard on the podcast before. And also you're going to hear some extra special uh, messages from some super special secret celebrity guests uh, that have sent me some some correspondence. And also I will play you recordings of listeners trying to do imitations, trying to copy me and my introductions to episodes of Luke's English Podcast. That's what you can expect in part two. But uh, that's the end of part one. I hope you've you've enjoyed it. Don't forget uh, to check out the website where you can do all manner of things, including reading notes and stuff. And also, you can send me a donation there. Just click on one of the yellow donate buttons. Because if you want to support Luke's English Podcast, if you want to um, show your appreciation, uh, then the most sincere way of doing that would be to just leave me a donation. And it's up to you how much you give me. Or, in fact, if you don't give me anything at all, that's absolutely fine. Okay? All right, then. So that's the end of part one. Thank you very much for listening, and I will speak to you again very soon in part two. Okay? All right. Goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks again for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.